John Mallon. Coming to you live from beautiful, coming to you live from almost beautiful downtown Toronto. This is Live at 605, and I am, of course, your podcaster, John. And we got another crazy, busy, action-packed week this week. Now, usually what you've been used to for all four seasons, and especially for season four, is as soon as I say my intro line or whatever, you'll hear someone, a.k.a. Val, next to me laughing or giggling. That's usually how we start the show, is I'll say something and she'll just think I'm ridiculous and she'll start laughing. Well, as you notice, it's about 30 seconds into the podcast, and of course I'm already hilarious, but no one to my side is laughing with me, or at me, or to me, or whatever it is. And that is because right now at the moment I am flying solo dolo. Now, it's not a solo episode, I'll get into everything in a second, but I am without Val tonight as she is at a work party. I believe it was someone's going away party. So she is out doing that. Who knows? It's like 9 o'clock now, so she could come home and maybe she'll get on the podcast. and Or maybe not. Maybe she'll be out till 1 in the morning. Who knows? But I do have a very fun, very special episode planned for everybody this week. I am very excited about the two guests I have coming on. One guest for sure will be on. The other one's a bit of a wild card, so I don't know if he'll be on or not. Hopefully, he's been on once before and he showed up really late. I'll get into that shit a little bit later on. But as always, I should let you guys know how to get in contact with the podcast. Very simple, very easy. You can just hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash live at 605. And from there, we got everything else. We got Twitter. You can hit me up there. Why do I keep saying hit me up? Am I like uh, MTV VJ from 1999? Hit me up next on uh, Carson Daly Show. Wow, I don't even know what I'm saying. What was Carson Daly Show? Total request, total request Live. I don't know. It's late. I just had some dinner. I'm a little bit out of it. Usually we're hungry and then we podcast and then we eat. But it's the opposite way. I just ate. So now I'm kind of tired. So we'll see how this goes. But like I said... I think the two things I keep saying is you can hit me up, and like I said, I I know I definitely say like I said all the time, so maybe I'll try and cut that out. We'll see what happens. Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Malencamp. From there, you can also follow me on Vine and on Instagram. Just search Malencamp again or John Malin. If you want to follow Val on Instagram, as I know you guys all do, she's at Val Gomez with a Z23. And you can also go to www.liveat605.podomatic.com and be like our good friend Kenny in Boston and hit the PayPal account and help support the podcast. And we will keep this thing going. Like I said, bandwidth is expensive. And if you guys don't want me to delete old episodes, well, you know, we got to keep this thing going. So do that. You can also email me, live at 605 at gmail.com, and send me comments, questions, concerns. Send me a grocery list. You can send me uh, your ideas about aliens, whatever it is. Email me. I'll read it on the podcast, and we'll all become friends as it's been great. This podcast continues to grow each and every week, and there were some crazy cool downloads this week. Uh, China, you guys are out there downloading. Netherlands, you were downloading. There was a place, Republic of something. I don't remember where, but thank you for downloading. And Russia, you know, post-Olympic crazy. You guys have been going ham. And, of course, all my friends out 
in Ottawa, Winnipeg, Boston, San Jose, and Texas. There's been a lot, as usual, in all those areas. So I thank you guys for that. And those are the ways to get in contact. So busy week this week. we got a lot planned. I was going to try and space this out into two episodes. Maybe this will be... Maybe this will be two episodes, maybe it will be one. But first off, I want to do, again, I did this last season where I grab a random CD from my closet, one that I burnt, and we go over it. We talk about what songs are on there. We talk about what I was doing during this time, and I got a good one this week. This week's CD that I have that I'm going to put in, and we're gonna, I haven't listened to any of the songs yet. We'll do this together. It's called July 2005. Fabricland, Fabricland. Now I'll get into the meaning of that CD name in a little bit once we talk about that. I think I know what I was talking about, but this was a CD I made uh, just about 10 years ago, about nine, almost nine years ago. Yeah, July 2005. So we'll see what I believe I was. Oh, I was 20 years old in July 2005. So we will see what a 20 year old John Mallon was listening to in the summer of 2005. Very exciting. And you guys keep requesting it. Two guys you want to have on the podcast is Chaboy and Jerry. Now, you guys probably know them better as the two voiceover artists that do all of our stings. Now, if you remember all the way back to season one, I did an episode with Chaboy. Now, Chaboy's kind of got that high voice. He kind of sounds like this, biatch. He's really dirty. He likes rap a lot. He likes rap even more than me, and he likes saying dirty words. He came on back in season one. The episode's called It's Chaboy. I highly recommend you go and download it. We talked all about where he's from, what he does, what he wants to do in the future, who he's dating, who he has dated. We, uh, I didn't freestyle. He ended up freestyling, and his rap freestyle went into like Rocket Man by Elton John, and then he made me play Bone Thugs and Harmony at the end of the show. But as always, he was late that episode. I have a feeling he'll be late again today. But the new guy this season that you guys all love as well is Jerry. Now, Jerry is the other guy who's been tag-teaming these things with Chaboy. He's kind of got a bit of a deeper voice. He says stuff like, um, oh, no, dog, I'm just here to get some money. So Jerry just came onto the show this year. You know, we raised the budget a little bit more, so I got two awesome VO artists. So he's going to be here. Uh, I told them both to come for about 940, so they should be here in about 20 minutes or so. So I figure in the meantime, before that happens, we'll talk about my CD that I have, see what songs are on there, we'll play some songs, and then when the guys come, I don't know, we'll talk to them, we'll see what happens. And it's going to be one of those kinds of episodes, but, you know, before I get into these things, got to talk about the sponsorship, and again, this week there's a brand new sponsorship, so let me just get my trusted paperwork out here and see who is sponsoring this week's episode of Live at 6.05. Ah, yes, here we go. So this week's episode of Live at 6.05 is sponsored by Via Rail for fucking up my cell phone. Why did I call it a cell phone? I should have said my iPhone. Now let me grab my iPhone. Hold on a second. It's just right behind me. Okay, I got my phone. Now a few things happened. We we talked about our trip to Ottawa on the last podcast, Val and I, as I try to get comfortable here in the seat. And we said we flew down there. One of us may or may not have gotten sick on the plane, and then we took the train back to Toronto. Now, when the train ride from Ottawa to Toronto was about four and a half hours, and in between that four and a half hours, 
I was going to use my cell phone to look up Facebook and Twitter and read you guys' comments and check some hip-hop websites, maybe check, you know, a sports website, maybe find a good recipe for s'mores. Who knows what I wanted to do? But there was no signal or there's no, you know, 3G connection. So I went on the phone and there was free wireless. So I signed up for the wireless. But the weird thing was, as I open up my phone now, when I logged on to wireless, not all my apps, but I would say about 60% of my apps, I guess all the apps that require like an internet connection, all did that thing where they stopped working and it had that waiting underneath it. So I guess it like zapped them and then they all had to be reinstalled. Now the the wireless connection was so slow that I couldn't reinstall, it wasn't reinstalling on their own. And then I would tap them to try and make them reinstall. Well, what I had to do was I had to go back into the app store and re-download every single one of the apps that via rail fucked up for me. And I'd say there was a good 15 to 20 apps that I had that were all muffed up. And I could only get a couple of them working throughout the train ride. But the shitty thing is, get back to our apartment here at uh, Club 605 Studios to reinstall everything, which is good and fine. But then, I'm sure you guys have this too, there's a couple apps that I don't remember what they're called. And now if you look at your phone and you look at your apps, underneath it, it also has a name. Like there's Vine, there's, you know, Voice Recorder, there's Worms 2, which I highly recommend you get Worms 2. If you get it, let me know. I'll battle you online for Worms 2. But for some of them that are so muffed up, it just says waiting where the name should be. And now, obviously, I know what the Facebook icon is. I can download that. I know what Askinator looks like. I can download that. But I still have, let me count them. One, two, three. I have three apps on my phone that I don't remember what they're called, so I don't know how to re-download them, and I don't want to delete them because I'm sure they're important to me, but maybe not that important since I um, don't remember what the names are. But either way, I just want to say thank you very much, Via Rail Train, for effing up my apps on my beautiful iPhone 5. You really annoyed me, as you can probably tell by my raised, angered voice there. So enough of that. I'm angry. I'm going to put my phone down. But I will say thank you. Thank you. I can't say the word thank you. I feel like I keep saying thank you, like I'm part of Outcast, like Stankonius. Thank you very much. Favorite Outcast lyric would have to be, I am cooler than a polar bear's toenail. And that is a good lyric to use in life. Oh, I have another favorite lyric. I was I had this joke. I was going to put it on Twitter. I was going to put it on Facebook. But then I was like, uh, maybe I won't because I don't know if people will think it's serious or if they know, think I'm being sarcastic. But the new Rick Ross Rose album, Mastermind, I keep listening to it and it's all right. I just, some of the beats are good and I think it's pretty funny. But Rick Ross, I just like listening to him for the lyrics sometimes. And his my new favorite lyric by him is also a personal motto I live by. And he says, my money dirty, but my dick clean. Now, I think that's something we should all live by. You know, dirty money, maybe make it a little bit clean, but as long as you got that clean dick, you're good to go. And I should probably move on because I think 11 minutes now, Val's listening to this on the subway and she just made a face because I told her this joke earlier and she just shook her head. So I'm going to repeat it. My money dirty, but my dick clean. So as long as you got that clean dick, you're good to go. So thank you, Via Rail. Did I thank them for being the sponsor this week for effing up my, my uh, apps? Either way, thank you guys.
Okay, so uh, Chaboy or Jerry are not here yet. So until they come, let me pop in the CD right now. And the CD is called July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland. Now, before I get into, or before we discover what songs are on this CD, let me give you a brief rundown of what that title most likely meant. So obviously July 2005 is the month and year when I made the CD. Fabricland, Fabricland. I don't know if you guys remember a commercial for a store called Fabricland, which is obviously a department store with lots of fabric in it. But the commercial always made me laugh. It just had that one of those jingles that I always like to say. It went, Fabricland, Fabricland. And I remember back in the day, I think me and Matt, that's bad grammar, Matt and I, who we've talked about on the podcast before, we used to always sing that song. It's not even a song, it's just a jingle sting, whatever, it goes, fabric land, fabric land. And I remember when we used to make, we used to always burn CDs, because this is before, we had iPod, iPods back then, but we didn't have, you know, plugs to plug it into the, the car or whatever, so mainly these CDs were for, like, driving in the car, because I had an iPod by this point, but I needed a CD to be able to drive my whip down the uh, beautiful streets of Kanata, Ontario. And... I used to always just try and write like the most ridiculous things on the CDs and just give them crazy titles. I think there's one called Speed It Up and another one called Slow It Down, which I based off of Nelly's Sweatsuit album. If you guys remember, I think this was probably, again, 2003, 2004. Nelly had an album, two albums that came out at the same time, one called Sweat, the other called Suit. And one of them was like all party jams, and the other one was, was mainly slow songs. So I did the same thing. Speed It Up was all my like rowdy, crazy party songs. And then I also had Slow It Down, which was all the love songs. So yeah, that, that's basically what this album's about anyway. July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland, Fabricland. And if I remember correctly, when I did this last season for my October 2004 album, I think I stated that the one thing you're going to get with the John Mallon Burnt CD is the opening title track, the first song, and the very last song are going to be my favorite songs on the album. Because if what I remember from 8, 9, 10 years ago is you got to start it off with a boom, and you got to end it with a bang. And that's pretty much what I did. So before we get into the first song, let's just figure, I bet you it's probably going to be my favorite song on the album. So what else was I going to say? I was going to say something, and now I forget. Uh, oh, God damn it. And, you know, I could pause until I get this, but since I'm by myself, there's no rules. We are going to sit here and figure this out together. And I just remember what I was going to say. So I want to talk about July 2005, what was going on with me at that time. So just so we can maybe get an idea of what my head was at, what my mind frame was, and then we'll see if that agrees with the album as we listen and figure out what happens on it. So July 2005... July 2005, I was done school for the summer, so I was out of Toronto, back in Ottawa. By this time, since I'm an 85 baby, I was 20 years old, so I think I must have... I can't remember if this is first, if I finished first or second year college, but either way, this was a time when I was definitely still working at Zeller's. So what I was doing was I was making some hot CDs for those drives to Zeller's because... One thing I liked doing when I left Zeller, especially when the store closed at like 9 o'clock at night or whatever, I'd always want to peel out of that parking lot with like the freshest songs, just to like 
show everyone all especially all the cashiers you know how cool I am and everything so uh, I'd always try and find and make good CDs to try and impress try to impress I can't speak today try to impress the ladies and clearly it did not work because there was no ladies or anything like that so another thing since my mind is all over the place and if you guys have listened to every episode and you've listened to the ones I do solo you know you know my mind kind of goes all over and we don't know what's going to happen but I do want to get into this before I get into the CD I keep teasing the CD and I'm looking at the clock and either Jerry or Chiboy should be here any second I just got about 10 minutes before I started recording this podcast. Again, I can't talk. A Facebook message from my sister, Jen. Now, if you guys listened to Ottawa Turbulence, the episode that came out last week, you'll know that Val and I traveled to Ottawa, and we talked to my sister, her husband, Devin, my dad, and my mom. And it was a lot of fun. I think they all enjoyed it. I've been getting a lot of good feedback. All you guys seem to really enjoy it as well. Now, the other thing about that episode is when we were in Ottawa, Jen gave me some ideas for episodes. She gave me a couple of life tips. Well, what happened was I already screwed up the very first life tip. So Jen, my sister, gave me a good life tip, and I completely reversed it. So I apologize, Jen. This is what we're going to do is we're going to read what her actual life tip was. So this is John's life tip slash Jen's life tip, slash Redux, because I fucked up. Life tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip. This is John's life tips. Nah, dog, that's Jen's tip. That's Redux, bitch. Yeah, damn, dog, you fucked up. Get straight, bitch. What I said her life tip was last week that when you're in a public washroom and you go inside, you should always use the urinal or the stall that is furthest away from the door because when people come in, they always use the one that's closest to the door, so the one furthest away should be the cleanest. But now reading what my sister wrote, what she says makes more sense than what I've said. So what she said is, thanks for mentioning my life tip, but I have to tell you, you got it backwards. You should always choose the first stall because it is likely, oh man, I was reading it from my phone and I have it on, uh, you know, screen goes away after one minute of not touching it. So let me try that again. I'm going to read this whole thing again. You know what? Because I can, because it's my podcast and nobody tells me what to do except for Jen when I screw up her life tip. So Jen says, thank you for mentioning my life tip, but I have to tell you, you got it all backwards. You should always choose the first stall because it is likely to be the cleanest because it's used the least often. I'm guessing I'm going to have to rely on myself to deliver Jen's life tips. That's probably right. On a more positive note, I'd like to say thanks. I had a great... Oh, wait. I already screwed that up, too. On a more positive note, I would like to say... Why can't I speak? Third time's a charm. On a more positive note, I would like to say that I think I have a great podcast voice. That was a lot of fun. Well, first off, Jen, yes, you do have a great podcast voice because you were born into podcast royalty as your brother is international superstar of Live at 605 fame. So I'm just going to say, you know, you're a natural kid. Now, yeah, I screwed it up. It does make sense that when you go to use a bathroom, you should use the first one because everyone goes to the other stall first because it's furthest away from the door. So it's probably cleaner. You know, there's not as many piss stains or like pubic hairs on it or anything like that. (laughs) 
See, I said this stuff because I like to say things that'll like make Val say you. And if we're at about 20 minutes now, she's just getting off the subway. So she's walking down the street and she's saying, ew. So I'm going to try and say some really dirty things just to make her say ew. And that should be another segment I do. We have valid points. We should say, have a new game that just goes like, make Val say ew. And we'll see what makes her say ew. That's a good idea for a game. I'm going to write that down. Actually, I'm going to have Val text me right now and remind me to play what makes Val say ew. So thanks, Jenna. I apologize for screwing up your life tip. But on a related note, I'm going to get into this week's life tip. We don't usually get into this early, but since we're waiting for Jerry or Chaboy to come in uh, to Club 605 Studios, I'm going to get into as much stuff as I can. Now, staying on piss-related topics, I want to get into John's life tip. Life tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip, this is John's life tips. So this one is pretty ridiculous, but when you fly solo, you gotta be ridiculous because I'm trying to be fun and entertaining, and I'm also trying to entertain myself because I really don't feel like talking for an hour and a half by myself. So I'm gonna try and say things that just make me laugh to keep me going. Ooh, burp, I apologize. I don't know if you can hear this chair, but it's really squeaky, and I keep going back and forth, so I apologize if you can hear it. But yesterday, I was getting ready to leave work, and I was walking home, and now it takes me, if I walk from work home or home to work, about 45 minutes, anywhere from 45 to 50 minutes, depending on lights I get. Now, yesterday, before I left work, I had to use the gentleman's room because I had been drinking a lot of water yesterday, and I'd already put on, like, my jacket and my bag and all this stuff, and I didn't... Here's another, like, sub-life tip is don't go into a public washroom with all your shit. You don't want weird dust, piss particles going on your jacket or your work bag or any of that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get undressed for my jacket. I'm just going to walk home even though I got to pee my D. Now, what I found was if you don't have to pee your D that bad or pee your V too bad, (laughs) this is already ridiculous, you should use that as motivation to do stuff better. It, I find when you got a P or D, it definitely motivates me and makes me focus because I walked home so fast yesterday that by the time I got home, I had made it in like 43 minutes, which was like a new record. So my life tip is if you don't have to go to the bathroom that bad, hold off a bit. Let it motivate you. Let it clear your brain. Let it free your mind and let you do you. So... This is really ridiculous. Someone just texted me. It looks like it's Val. She says she's leaving in 20. So, awesome. So, I lost my train of thought. That's my life tip. It gets ridiculous. That's the way I like it. Life tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip, this is John's life tips. Okay, so without further ado, I think it's time that we get into the start of this week's podcast, and I'm going to start playing July 2000. Oh, shit, hold on. I think we got someone here. Come in. Yeah, no, door's unlocked. Just come on in, man. Jaboy, is that you? Oh, shit, Jared. Yo, dog, what's going down, player? Oh, shit, man, not much. And I don't know why I'm talking so gangster already. Come on in, come grab a seat. Yeah, dog, my legs are tired. Okay, uh, hold on, let's get you set up here. Bear with us for a minute, guys. Is um, 
Have you heard from Chiboy yet? Oh man, I ain't heard from that motherfucker in a while. I told him I'd pick him up in my caddy, but he said, no, dog. Okay, well, I can always count on you, Jerry. You're always there, and you always come in, in time, which is fantastic. So grab a seat, put some headphones on, put the cans on. I got some questions. We can talk for a minute, and then if Chiboy comes, when he comes, we can all hang out. Damn, dog. Yeah, that sounds real good. Okay, guys, so... Very excited because I've been promising this guy since the start of the episode, and he's finally here. Meet the newest member of the Live at 605 team. It's my friend and yours soon to be friend, Jerry. Damn, dog. Thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure to be finally here in Club 605 Studios, you know. I'm always out in Alaska recording my voiceover that you sent me, so I just want to say what up to all the friends, families, and frenemies. <laughs> As John would say, <coughs> damn dog, sorry, I just had some sushi. And, uh, you know, feels real good to be here in beautiful downtown Toronto. Just living large and in charge, okay? It's, it's your man Jerry, alright? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, Jerry, I mean, so much to talk to you about. I'm so glad when we found you and you wanted to become a part of the team. And you have such a great, distinct voice. I mean, have you always talked like uh, this? You know what, dog? It's hard to tell. I think I always did, but, you know, it's one of those things where I never really knew what my voice sounded like until I uh, just uh, recorded it one day and people would come up and be like, Damn, dog, you know, you sound real good. You sound like you got a thick voice. You know, you should get into voiceover work or you could do, um, you could talk to patients in hospitals if you wanted to, you know, dog? You know what else you could do, dog, is you could also go down and be a teacher somewhere because people respect a good, deep voice. Yeah, I, hey, man, you know what? I'd love, love to fall asleep listening to your voice all day, every day. So, hold on, let me, let me ask you a few questions, Jerry, like... Give me the W-5. Where are you from? What do you do? What what likes do you have? Oh, dog. Well, you know what? I'm from a small town down in... A uh, small town in Belfast, Ireland. Come to finna fuck up somebody. You're from Ireland? Yeah, dog. From a small town. Come to finna fuck up somebody. Crazy. I, I don't even detect an Irish accent on you. Oh, man. You know, ain't shit changed since I flew over from uh, Belfast, Belfast town... You know, I moved from there, and now I live in Alaska. I've been living there for about 18 years, so, you know, I think I have more of an Alaskan voice, dog. Cool, okay. Um, finna fuck up somebody. I've never been there. What's that town like? Oh, man, you know, it's uh, it's really green, lots of water, some uh, some good-looking women, and um, I just like to read books when I'm out there. You know what I'm saying, dog? I do know what you're saying. I know what you're saying very much so. Uh, what kind of interests do you have? I mean, what what does Jerry like to do? Well, dog, you know, I'm big into jazz flute. I like playing a lot of Mozart on my jazz flute. I like playing some Pitbull, you know, it's going down. I'm yelling timber. I like playing that on the jazz flute, man. I also just like slinging Mad D. And um, that's all I can say to you. I just want to say, though, dog, I'm really excited to be here in Toronto you flew me out here for two reasons. Two very important reasons. Yeah, dog. You flew me out here. First of all, so I could come on the Live at 605 podcast, which I must say, mad respect, brother. And then it's also you told me that tomorrow night we're going to go see Three Days to Kill. Damn, dog. You know I love me some Kevin Costner. 
Three Days to Kill? Damn, give me three days to watch a movie. I mean, he's from Future Dreams. He's from a whole bunch of stuff I like. I even like him in Waterworld, dog. He gave me his own good life tip. Drink your piss if you ain't got no water. So I'm all about it, about it, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. That's really cool. Um, so I also want to talk to you uh, about voiceover work. And Oh, hold on. I think someone's coming. Yo, dog, who is that? Yo, 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 what it is, motherfuckers? It's your boy back up in your ass, bitch. Oh, shit, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, he's finally here. He's late. Ah, uh, ain't shit changed, motherfucker. I can't be helping that shit. <laughs> and... There could be only one, and you guys know who that is, not only by the voice, but by the crazy yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, what's up, Z's all my fans out in line, just see five man. Damn, dog. Why you always gotta be swearing like that? Let's keep it classy. Ah, shit, man. From classy to assy, give me that ass water rub that ass up in my face. Okay, guys, control yourself just a little bit. It's your boy, have a seat. Ah, oh, shit, man. I prefer to stand and just bounce around. I said, bounce around, bitch. Bounce around. Okay, stand, sit, bounce around, do whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Damn, dog. He's making me nervous. Ah, oh, shit. Shut up, bitch. Okay, guys, calm down a little bit. I'm going to try and bring order back to this podcast. Ah, oh, shit, boy. I think this is a good time to tell everybody I'm going to have my own podcast coming out called It's Your Boy. And it's either going to be called It's Your Boy or It's Your Boy, bitch. And I just want to say, damn, man, like, ever since my last appearance up in season one, I've been waiting to come back on a bitch. You know, what took you so long? Uh, well, considering I've tried to have you back a few times, Chaboy, and you never show up, or when you do, I'm not here, so... Ah, shit, ain't shit changed. Yo, by the way, you guys got any more Molly? Damn, dog, don't you know Molly's bad for you? Ah, shit, shut up, Jerry, and take some of this Molly. Well, uh, well, first of all, Chaboy, we do not condone drug use on this podcast. Ah, shit, homeboy. Drugs just gonna get me by. You know what, Chaboy? You came in all distraught late. Are you trying to tell us you're on Molly right now? (laughs) Shit, player. Can't you tell by my swag? Come on, dog. Keep it away from us, you know? I just want to see the best. You've been getting out of control. Shit, man. I ain't been out of control. I've been doing my thug sizzle. Chaboy, I got to tell you, ever since you've hit it big on the Live at 605 podcast, I don't know who you were or what you've become. I mean, fuck, man. One minute you're doing our voiceovers, sending them in on time. You know, you're putting in the work. You're being great at what you do. You're trying to have initiative. And now you're coming late, later than usual, fucking fucked up on Molly. Shit, man, you know I was just sweating the bitches in the biker shorts. What the fuck you getting mad at me for, bitch? I just want to do my thing. Leave me alone. We're trying to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, we're about to turn this podcast into an intervention. I mean, Chaboy, calm your ass down. Jerry, do you mind just getting him some water, please? He's too fucked up on that molly. Yeah, man, I'll be right back. Where's the water at? I've never been here before. Oh, it's just um, go straight through the hall. Take a left. There's another right. You'll see the kitchen. You can either go in the front or the side entrance, either way you want. And you can do tap water. You know what? I would say get this bitch some lemon water, but Chaboy, you need straight up tap water. And don't get him cold. Give him some lukewarm tap water. Yeah, dog, I'll be right back. Ah, shit, man. Don't listen to him. Get me some of that lemon water and put some mallet juice in it, bitch. Chaboy, have a seat. It's going to be okay. We're going to get you through this. I just want to know, is everything okay? Ah, shit, man. You know, I just got back from the Oscars. 
partying with Ellen DeGeneres, partying with Bradley Smooper, and you know, I've been hanging out with all the celebrities. They've been all trying to get my autograph, you know, because it's your boy. Oh, shit. Oh, man, I just want to, I just want to party and freestyle with a bitch. Damn, dog, here, take some water. Sit your ass down. You know I don't like to raise my voice, but sometimes I've gots to do it. Okay, guys, let's calm down. Let's take a deep breath. Oh, bitch, I don't want to take a deep breath. You know what I want to do? I want to freestyle, man. I don't want to do no freestyling off the top of my dome with no beat. I want to do a freestyle off the top of my dome with a motherfucking beat that I brought. And you know what? I'm not going to shut the fuck up till you bring that beat back, bitch. Okay, you know what? This has gone off the rails. I don't think we can do a full podcast with you guys. Jerry, I'm going to have to ask that you take your boy home because he's clearly too messed up on that molly. Yeah, I don't know what to do. bitch, you ain't going to do shit. Not until I get my freestyle sitting in the seat with a gangsta beat and I beat the drum with a motherfucking dick bone. All right, you know what? Calm down. We're trying to keep this classy and friendly. I don't want to hear this language. I promise that I would not be rapping about my dick anymore. Oh, shit, player. Well, I ain't going to shut the fuck up till you play a beat and let me freestyle. You know what? I ain't going to stop till you motherfuckers freestyle, too. So, DJ, drop the motherfucking beat. Let's get on this motherfucking track. And I ain't going to stop rapping, bitch. Okay. If, you, if we all promise to freestyle right now... Chaboy, will you let Jerry take you home? Ah, uh, shit, play. We'll see. Yeah, dog, I'll do this for my homies. Uh, okay, it's against my better judgment, but I guess we can freestyle real quick, so let me see if I can find a beat. Nah, bitch, I got a beat. I'll bring it right back, bitch. Uh, alright, DJ. Play that motherfucking beat. Ah, uh, shit, drop it. I said drop it, bitch. Play that fucking beat, son. Ah, uh, yeah. Go. Ooh, this should be hot as fuck, motherfuckers. I want to give a big shout out to my big homie Jeff Daniel. <laughs> we rich, baby. Now I'm finna fuck up somebody in here. Y'all want to hear me rhyme? Y'all want to hear me rhyme? Fuck it. Let's go. Mm. It's your boys back in town. Everybody, look what's going down. I hear the phone buzzing. Going ring, ring. Bitch, put your butt to the phone. Make that ass sing. Serenade. Your boy on the phone Make the girl fall Pick that ass up Cause that's a booty call You know I'm singing And rapping and maxing and relaxing Make that butt do Mutual fun bitch Cause you're proper texting Now drop the beat you know what bitches I want Johnny going in on this freestyle Johnny D get the fuck in there and I ain't leaving till you drop a fucking fat rhyme I'm Johnny D Oh Johnny Danger Without more fires than a park ranger. I like good comedies and I love big butts. Make your butt tell jokes, that ass crush. And I'm finna fuck. Shut up, shut up, okay, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. It's time for your boy to come back in here. I'm gonna drop a mean eight bars. So I'm gonna let my big homie Jerry get in here. So here we go. Off the top of the dome. Bitches on my chrome. Keep on rapping and singing. Lick my toes. Bitch, okay now, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry got a hairy fucking ass, Jerry. Chip on the beat. Damn, dog. Ayo, it's your boy, Jerry. Don't drink too much fucking dairy. Cause it's bad for you. Stick to healthy foods. Uh, 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 okay. Pick up a book and extend your knowledge. Pick a degree 
and then head to college. I learn a lesson almost every day. My favorite philosopher is Noam Chomsky. Treat her with respect. Black Asian. Even Humpty. Ah, oh, shit, shit, shit. Okay, let me go back in here real quick. Good job, Jerry. Oh, it's your boy singing. Oh, it's your boy with the big old dick. Find your bitch and make her lick on my stick. And I'm gonna, no, stop, 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 stop. Here we go, here we go. Stop the beat. Bring the beat back. Stop it right now. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going and we were just a city boy. Come on, guys. Born raised in South Detroit. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Course, strangers waiting up and down the boulevard. There shadows searching in the night. to that feeling street lights people uh -huh. ah shit man i'm out of here okay it's your boy one love one party who's got that molly it's your boy okay jerry can you get this guy out of here i'm sorry we have to cut your guys a segment short damn dog yeah i just want to say what up to all the live six or five followers out there it was a blessing this is jerry Let's keep it going, baby. All right, I'll talk to you guys next time. It's your boy. All right, guys. Um, down the hallway, I'll lock up after you. And, uh, yeah, if you guys just don't mind bouncing, that'd be great. Uh, thanks. See you guys later. Oh, shit. Okay, guys, let me just uh, regroup for a second. We'll get back into this podcast. Whew. Okay, so that was, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of pure chaos. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if I can use any of that. So... I apologize if I talked about having Chiboy and Jerry on and I didn't even play any of it, but that was crazy. Like, I should have just told Jerry to come over because Chiboy came over high as balls on Molly asking, asking us to rap and freestyle. So I apologize. I wasn't planning on rapping at all this this episode. And I wanted to have, like, a meaningful talk because I don't know if you guys got it from Jerry, but he's a really smart, intellectual guy who cares about social matters and world you know issues and all these things like starvation and he's just like is a really deep guy and we couldn't talk about it because fucking chimboy was here tripping balls so i'm sorry hopefully the rest of the podcast is entertaining i'm gonna try and keep you know make it up for you guys and i'm sorry if we rap too much about our dick again but that was chimboy that wasn't me so i mean i've been trying i've been teasing this the whole episode but i think we should get into my my cd that i made in july 2005 called fabricland fabricland Let's figure out what the first song is. Okay, and it's no surprise that the song, first song on the album is straight gangsta shit. Because if there's one thing I know that I was listening to at the age 20 that I would still be listening to now at the age 28, that's straight up gangsta shit. So the first song, I'm actually surprised, is Do My Ladies Run This Motherfucker by Memphis Bleak featuring Jay-Z. Now... I don't know. I'm not going to play every song on here. I'll play a couple. I think maybe some of the cool ones or some of the weird ones. But, okay, I remember this song. Like, Memphis Bleak, he was supposed to be, like, the next big star on Jay-Z's Rocka... Not Rockware, but Rockefeller Records. He really didn't do crap. He sucks. 
you can't name a single song he does except for this Do My Lady song. This is the only song he really had that did okay. And the reason why it did okay was because Jay-Z, Jigaman was on it. But yeah, I guess I remember, yeah, this must be one of those songs that when I left the Zeller's parking lot, I would crank this shit and just be like, damn, I'm the man because I know who Memphis Bleak is. And I got to get home and put on my Sean John shirt and my extra baggy pants. And I maybe even have a Nike headband at this point. But, I mean, does anyone hear from Memphis Bleak now? No, nobody hears from anyone from Rockefeller. The only two good rappers from there are Jay-Z and Kanye West. So I'm not going to waste any more time speaking about Memphis Bleak. So let me go see what the second song is. And you know what? I'm not even going to play any Memphis Bleak because you just got finished hearing us rap too much gangster shit. So let's try and move on from that. How How about it? Okay, next up is definitely a very 2005 song. It's One Hit Wonder and now One Eye Wonder Houston with the song I Like That featuring Nate Dogg, I-20, and Chingy. Everything about this screams 2005, summer 2005. If you guys remember Houston, you know, I'll play this song. Hold on, before I get into any of it, let me play some of this song just so you guys get an idea of what I'm talking about. So this is I Like That by Houston. Yeah, this is, you guys maybe remember this song. I know my dad definitely remembers this song because he loves Houston. He loves Houston, the uh, city, and also the singer. See what I did there? And uh, yeah, Houston, if you guys don't remember, he had this song, and then I think he went crazy and tried to kill himself. And he ended up like stabbing his own eyeball out and there's this really gross picture on the internet of his missing eyeball socket and i'm not gonna i'm gonna spare you the gory details i will not post that anywhere on the uh, facebook.com slash live at 605 facebook page but i remember this song was big during like the party scene in college and we would always see the music video at school in the student lounge on bet and you don't hear about any of these guys were like rest in peace nate dog if he was still around he'd still be kicking it now but houston gouged his eye out he's gone chingy you all remember from 2003 he had the i like the way they do that right there and then i20 had a couple songs you know what the crazy thing about i20 is he kind of sounds like jerry they both have that deep yeah dog kind of voice and chingy and i20 were signed to Ludacris's label disturbing the peace and Ludacris and nate dog did songs together so i'm guessing that's how that got together but I don't remember much about what I was doing with this song other than watching it on BET and trying to avoid seeing Houston's gouged out of eye. So how about we go into song three of the CD? You know what? I didn't even tell you how many songs are on the CD. There are a whopping 20 songs on here. So I filled it right up. It's 20 songs, an hour and 20 minutes worth of music. So let's find out what's song number three on my July 2005 Fabricland Fabricland CD has. Okay, so sticking with the rap songs on this album, we're going to get into our first conscious song of the album, Conscious Hip Hop by Jadakiss with the song Why, featuring Anthony Hamilton. Now, this song was huge in 2005. Maybe not huge in the clubs, but huge because Jadakiss sounds like he would be on a sketch in, in Living Color. Like, I'm Jada Quist. And it'd be like Jamie Foxx dressed up in drag or something. 
yes, yeah, so this was a song all about Jada Quit. Jada Quiz. Why can I say Jada Kiss? God, I'm not even gonna talk. I'm not gonna say his name anymore. Jada Quiz. Fuck. He was just asking important questions that people in hip hop were not talking about, like why you gotta leave your family, why you gotta not have any money, why you're not gonna have food to support your family. I think I screwed up those backwards. Why ain't you got no money to support your family? Where the food at? And I don't even think I really liked the song. I just think it was like, oh, I got to be cool and have this song so I can think about these hard-hitting topics that don't affect me at all because I can't relate to any of them. But there was another rapper, and I forget who it was, but he was angry. He's like, all right, Jada Kiss, you're asking these questions, but you're not giving us answers. So the rap beef was this guy who I don't remember came out with a song called, I think it was called like Answers or something, and he answered every one of Jada Kiss's questions. So that was cool. I don't know the name of the song, so I can't give him props. And I'm not going to play any of this song because I can't pronounce the name Jadakiss. I keep saying Jadakiss. So how about we go to track four on July 2005 and figure out what we're dealing with. So what I love about these like old school CDs is this is back before like downloading was too crazy. Like we're, This is before you could download full albums. You were just downloading songs and... Anyone who downloaded a rap song from like 2000 to 2004, you would always run the risk of getting those really annoying songs that would have like the DJ throughout it and be like, DJ Clue, 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 or whatever it is. It's just like, shut up. I want to hear this song. I don't want to hear someone saying DJ Clue, 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 Clue. But the song next up, I think this is track four, is Gaudy Style by DMX featuring Ja Rule. So back in 2005, I guess I was still fucking with Ja Rule and DMX, and this is before they had beef. I think this is some old freestyle or something. Uh, it's not the greatest song. Again, I don't think I really like this song. The problem with these CDs are sometimes I would only like four songs. I'm like, well, I can't burn a CD with just four songs. I got to have at least like 19 or 20. So I would just pick songs just to fill up the CD, which is a big waste, which is why, which is what I still do with my iPod now, but it doesn't cost money to buy new CDs, so I have literally thousands of songs on my iPod that I don't like or have never heard, but I have close to 20,000 songs, so that's okay. Even if I only like, even if I only love 8,000 songs, like another 8,000 songs, and then hate 4,000 songs, I'm doing all right for myself. Um, I have no memory of this song. I probably just listened to it because DMX was going ham back then. He was really popular. And you could do no wrong with those two raspy voices. I only wish that maybe Jerry could have jumped on a song with them. Jerry, I miss you. If you get your boy home safe, text me. Come back on the show. We want to have you back soon because you are very cool. And with that, let's get into track five and see what we were talking about. Now, if you guys remember what I was talking about earlier, when I make CDs back in the day, I always give them like a funky title. And I told you I made a CD based off of Nelly's sweatsuit album called Speed It Up, Slow It Down. And so the next song on July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland, is My Place by Nelly featuring Jaheem. Now, I was in love with this song when it came out. I mean, back then, this, is, this was Nelly's last big album because his first album, Country Grammar, huge. Second album was uh, Nellyville, huge. Then after that was Sweatsuit. And since then, I think he's put out three or four albums. And you haven't heard of them. You, they're all shit. They suck. But this was his last big album. And I remember when I heard this song, it's like his slower, sensitive side song. And I just loved it. And I'm sure whoever I liked back then during this time, I would 
listen to the song and think about them and I would think about rapping to them in a tracksuit, velour tracksuit with, you know, a wife beater and a Kango hat or something. But what I am going to do is I am going to play you this song, some of it, because this really does define a 20-year-old John and the mindset was, sure, maybe I listened to that hardcore gangster rap. But when it came down to it, I was all about that softer R&B hip-hop. Hip-hop, if you will. And I mean, Nelly, I think this is, let me see if, if I can see the album cover on my phone. Doesn't look like he had the Band-Aid here. This is post-Band-Aid. The Band-Aid craze that he had under his eye is gone here. And I think the Band-Aid represented his brother in jail. So I think that meant his brother was out of jail. But without further ado, let's listen to one of my more sensitive songs that I used to listen to when I was 20 years old back in July 2005. You know, this is a song that I would roll the window back up and just vibe out to it in the car and just think about a life with me and my honey. So this is My Place by Nelly. Take it away, Pimp Juice. Times get hard, that's why I'm checking on you. It's yours truly, Ma. I got a little message for you. Anything he can do, girl, I can do it better for you. Cause when we laugh and we cry, it's together. Through the rain and the stormiest weather. We gon' still be as one as forever. It's forever. Won't you come on and go with me? Come and go with me, Ooh, girl. Okay, now I'm back with track six. I'm going to take you to Takao, and we are going to go hit up Redman, and this is I'll Be Dat, I'll Be Dat, D-A-T, Dat, and I don't know what, this is off his Doc's The Name album, I guess. Redman was awesome. He had that one song called Let's Get Dirty, which is fantastic, and Redman also had the very best episode of Cribs. Remember the show Cribs on MTV where they would take you around to like a rapper or singer or, or a movie star or a sports guy's house and you could see where they live. Now it's funny, like you watch every episode and all the rappers would have like big houses with 10 cars and boats and pools and bad bitches and crystal and all that kind of stuff. And I heard stuff, you can look it up online where a lot of the rappers, sometimes they weren't, that weren't, that wasn't their houses. They would just rent a house for the day and just be like, look at my big crib. Now Redman's, and you can still find this on YouTube. If you type in Redman's, Cribs episode. His is the best because you know his is 100% real. It was basically him. I think it was in New Jersey in like, it wasn't a townhouse, but it was a pretty small house. You go inside and it's dirty. There's like pizza boxes everywhere. And one room, there's a guy sleeping on a couch. And it's just like, you could tell he was just, was it was all 100% real. And it's really funny. And I'm going to write that down. I'm going to post the clip if I can find my paperwork here. Hold on. I'll post the Red Man Cribs episode. Let me write that down. Red Man Cribs episode on the Facebook page because it's it's too funny. So I like Red Man. He's a pretty good rapper. I just like him because he's pretty funny. He doesn't take himself too seriously. And, I mean, you can't go wrong with Red Man Method Man. So I'm not going to play his song, I'll Be That. But check it out and then check out on Facebook.com slash live at 605 his Cribs episode because it's Hilarious. So let's see what track seven is on July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland. And we have a bit of controversy on uh, this week's episode of the podcast. Controversy keeps rolling after that debacle with your boy and Jerry. So I have my trusty Shazam app on my phone. Shazam got lost because of stupid via rail, but I was able to get that app back. 
Now, the song came on, and I don't know what it's called, because when I loaded the CD into the um, iTunes, it all just comes up as track one, track two. It doesn't give me the name or the artist. So for most of the songs, I, I just know them when I hear them, or if I don't know them, I shazam them. This song first came on, I was like, okay, it's a rock song, first of all. Six tracks in, or seven tracks in, first rock song. And I feel bad, because not only did I not remember what it is, when it first came on, I'm like, is this Weezer? No, at first I thought it was Rooney. The guitar sounded like Rooney. And then I was like, no, that's not Rooney. And then I was like, it sounds like Weezer. And then the voice came on, I'm like, I don't think that's Rivers Cuomo. And then I Shazammed it, and Shazam couldn't find it. So I have no idea what this song is. I don't know who it's by, what it's called. I'll play you, let's say, 30 seconds of it right now. But I do not remember what it's called. If you guys do, send me a tweet or an email or Facebook and let me know what it is. So let's give the song a listen. I don't know what it is or what it's called, but some rock shit. Next up, we have another one-hit wonder, at least a one-hit wonder for me and probably a no-hit wonder for you. We have Sly Boogie with That's My Name. Sly Boogie, I have no idea who he is. I don't know where he came from. I don't even remember where I heard this song from because it's not a song you would have heard on like the radio or on TV or anything like that. I do remember the song. It's like a bouncy club song. It kind of sounds like something Exhibit would do back when he was pimping your ride. But there's not much to it. It's just, it was back in the day when, well, back in the day, like eight years ago, when it seemed like every rapper had a song about their name, like, what's my name? That's my name. Still Dre. It's just, I know what your name is. Sly Boogie. Okay, I have Shazam. I can tell you what your name is. Don't tell me that's your name or what's my name. I don't need to know that. And because of that, I'm not going to play your song. You know what, Sly Buggy? I liked you. She have a cool name. But since you keep insisting you, that you tell me what your name is, I'm moving on to the next one. So let's see what track nine is, and we're almost halfway through this album. Okay, we're going to get back into the sensitive John time now, and we're going to slow it down. Slow it down like the name of my album. You know what? Next time I do this CD thing, I might have to grab Speed It Up and slow it down, just so we know what exactly was on those albums. But this is... Southside by Lloyd featuring Ashante. And you guys remember Ashante? Ashante! Because she was signed to Murder Inc. and she was on the, all those big Ja Rule songs and she had a bunch of her own big songs. And I believe, oddly enough, she is still dating Nelly right now. But Lloyd is someone who is still somewhat around. He has some decent songs that I like. But this was his first song, and he was also signed to like Murder Inc. with Ja Rule and Ashanti and everybody. And this was just, it's like, me, me on the south side. Woo-hoo. It was a very slow song, and it just made you want to meet a girl on the south side of town. If you're up north, you want to go south. If you're out east, you want to go west. And this made me want to get in my mom's Honda Civic and drive to the south side, even though I don't know where the south is in Ottawa. I don't know the navigation too well there. I was always just trying to drive to Little Caesar. So I knew where that was. That was on like Hazelmean Road. So it was no problem for me to get there. But the south side, now that I'm in Toronto, mm, girl, if you down south, I'm coming. I'm coming to meet you down south. I'll meet you at the Harbor Front Center. 
we will not go skating because you don't like skating because you broke your teeth. So you know what? Let's head up north. Let's head so north that we go to Young and St. Clair. Why? Because I know there's a McDonald's there. I know there's more than a McDonald's. I know there is a bridge that we can walk over. Then once we get over that bridge, we are close to someone's house that I know they live there. But I'm not going to mention who lives there because they might not want you to know where they live. And I should wrap this up. But you know what? If we go east, I'll show you my old stomping grounds in Scarborough, where I used to live. But there's no point in doing that. You know why? Because I don't want to go there. It's too far. And what do you want to see? Scarborough Town Center? Girl, there ain't nothing there that you ain't seen at a, at a, oh man, I'm fucking this joke up, at another mall. I was doing so well, too. You know what, girl? I could take you west. I'll take you so far west, I'll take you to a place where you used to live. Bathurst. You know what they got in Bathurst? They got restaurants. Real fancy restaurants. No, they don't. I'm thinking King Street, girl. Bathurst is just full of crackheads and bums. But you know what? If you keep on going up that way north of Bathurst, you're going to get to Honest Ed's. And what's at Honest Ed's? A record store called Sonic Boom, girl. And we will go there. We will buy records together. And that's what we do. And that's what I think of Lloyd. I thought, Lloyd, you know what? Eight years ago, I'm going to meet a girl in eight years. We're going to be going all over Toronto, going record shopping. We're going to Bathurst. We're going to McDonald's. And you damn well know we're going to a mall at some point. Next up on the list, track number 10, halfway through July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland, we have Timbo, Timbaland and Magoo, featuring Ludacris with You're My Consider Rip Brother. I love Timbaland because he was a very good beat maker and he had some funny raps. A lot of you guys know him from all the songs he's done with Missy Elliott and for everybody else, but he also, like he has all those, what are they called, shock value albums. But before that, he actually did a couple albums where it was him and Magoo. And Magoo sounds kind of like Chaboy with that weirdo voice. And they have one album together called Under Construction or something. It's actually quite good. I like it a lot. There's some funny songs on there. And this Considerate Brother song, I remember I downloaded it because this is when I was really into Ludacris. And it would just be like, I would go to some downloading site and just type in Ludacris songs. And then if there's a song I never heard, I would download it. And uh, that's what I would do. So that's what I did. And it's good. It's all right. It's not the best Timbo song. Not the best Ludacris song. It's not even the best songs they've done together. But it's good enough to make the middle of the pack of this album. And I checked song 11. Song 11 is, again, a bit of a slower song. It's, oh, no, it's called Karma by Lloyd Banks. Not to be confused confused with Lloyd. Lloyd Banks was part of G-Unit. And he was part of 50 Cent's label. And he was the thug with a heart of gold as he would do songs for the ladies. And I always found it weird because 50 Cent and Lloyd Banks, all those guys, would um, shit on Ja Rule because he would make those like songs for the ladies. But 50 Cent did the exact same thing on his first album. So I don't know what his problem was. I think maybe it's because uh, one of Ja Rule's friends stabbed 50 Cent with a fork in a studio one time. It's true. I have a documentary called Beef. It's all about rapper's beef, and it's hilarious. And uh, that's it for those songs. Let's see what we've got for track 12. Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely going to be playing some of track 12. This is It Doesn't Matter by the King Wyclef Jean featuring The Rock himself, Dwayne Johnson. This was probably at the height of The Rock's popularity as at least a wrestler. And I've talked about it before, but Wyclef Jean is one of my favorite 
musical artists out there. He's the best concert I've ever been to. I love all of his albums. He's awesome. He produces, plays guitar, sings, rap, does it all. He's so crazy that in 2005, or this song probably came out before 2005, he put The Rock from Wrestling Fame on the song, and he took his catchphrase, it doesn't matter, and put it in the song, and it was hilarious. And shout out to Danimal, our friend Dan from uh, all the podcasts. He loves Wyclef too, and he loves this song. And if he's listening, which he probably is because he's one of those guys, if he hears the word Wyclef, he will go listen to it. And it's just a funny song. It's a fun song. I remember the music video for it. It's pretty hilarious. The Rock is wearing like a crazy outfit. He raises his eyebrows and everything. It's fantastic. So without further ado, let's get into track 12 of July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland. And this is It Doesn't Matter by Wyclef Sean and The Rock. Bentley's in the West Indies. It doesn't matter. I got a pocket full of cheese and a garden full of trees. It doesn't matter. What? I just won the bingo, bought a crib in Rio. It doesn't matter. Yo, cause if you ain't sharing, people ain't caring. Come up in the hood and they take everything you're wearing. Yo, Rock, I just bought a fresh Bentley. It doesn't matter if you just bought a fresh Bentley. How many of y'all ever been to a barbecue and you always got to honor uncle want to show you how to old I think dance. I'm doing really good this week with my uh, radio voice, you know? If I were on radio, I'd be doing a great job of announcing these songs. I think I'd be called John After Dark because nothing good happens. Or I should say nothing bad happens after dark. Now, next caller, we are talking to Tara from Toluca Lake, Nassau County. Tara, how you doing? I'm feeling the vibe tonight, you know. It's a little bit, it's late at night. I'm alone. It's dark. I'm having fun with this, you know, as we should be doing. And... Next up, we have After Party by Young Rome featuring Omarion. And I'm starting to get the feeling that this album... I also feel like right now I'm putting on radio voice. So if I talk like this for the rest of the episode, mm, girl, you better believe you're going to vibe out to my voice. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing left to do but to do it. I'm just going to talk like this the rest of the time until my voice gets strained. Young Rome, I don't know who you are. I liked your song. It's called After Party. Omarion, you suck. And that's all I got to say about you guys. I'm done with my radio voice. Let's see what the next song is. Okay, well, it took 14 songs, but we finally got to our next rock track. And going back to July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland, we have up next, Somebody Told Me by The Killers. Now, this is, <clears throat> I believe, the first song The Killers ever really put out. And oddly enough, it's my least favorite killer song. I mean, I like all their other songs, Mr. Brightside or Jenny Was a Friend of Mine or whatever else. Like, I still love their first album the most, and I don't remember what it's called, but the first album's the best. Second album's actually pretty good, Sam's Town. I think, oh, the first album's called Hot Fuzz, which is also a fantastic name of an album because I just like to say Hot Fuzz. But I think I probably downloaded this song because... 2005, there's still the OC going. I was way into the OC, the TV show, not the uh, town. And I think, yeah, I first discovered them on the OC, so I probably bought their CD around this time. And I, I don't know if I love this song or if it's just, again, trying to be like, oh, these are the, the new cool guys out there. So let me go ahead and throw this on, uh, on the CD. So trying to think if there's any good stories that 
resonate with me and the killers in 2005. To be honest with you, I can't think of any. So maybe I'll play a, a bit of a clip of this song, but I won't because they're so well known. And everybody knows this song that I'm not going to bother. What I am going to do is go to track 15 and see what we have up next. So there's only five songs left on July 2005, Fabricland, Fabricland. Now on the track 15, we're going to continue with the rock and slow it down a little bit more. Up next, we have I Miss You by Blink-182. And this was definitely, I think it was one of their comeback albums. I think this was from their like untitled album, whatever. And they were huge from probably, what, like 99 to about 2003 when they put out a couple of those albums and all those huge songs. And then I think they kind of slowed down. And Mark and Tom and all the Travis, they were doing like a bunch of side projects and we weren't sure if they were going to come back. And then they put out this album, and I remember the first song was I'm Feeling This, which is, okay, I didn't really care too much about it. And then I think Jen, my sister, had the album, so I listened to it, and I wasn't really too impressed or anything. And then I remember one day, probably watching much music, I see the music video for I Miss You by Blink-182. And I was like, oh, my God, how did I not, like, recognize this song when I was listening to the album? This is fantastic. I love just the mood and the vibe, and it didn't really sound like, any other Blink-182 songs, which was actually really cool. And again, it's another slower, softer track with some nice lyrics to it. And yeah, I think at the time I used to listen to it all the time. And, you know, it's I haven't heard it in a while, so when I just checked out the album now, I was like, oh man, I should put this maybe on my April playlist on my iTunes. Because what I do now is I actually almost went back to burning CDs, but with the iPod. Because I, like I said earlier, I have 20,000 songs on my iTunes, so when I'm listening to my iPod walking to work or going to sleep or whatever it is, I used to always put it on random, but the chances are of me finding, you know, 25 great songs in a row out of 20,000, it's pretty tough. So I found most of the time when I'm walking somewhere, I'm just skipping all the songs until I find something I want to watch. So what I've been doing is every month they make a new playlist, so it'll be like March 2014 or July, whatever month it is, and I'll try and find 20 to 28 songs that I'm really digging these days, throw that on, and then walk down the street, walk to work, or walk to wherever I'm, I'm going. And this month I have some pretty good songs. Ooh, maybe you know what I can do one day is I'll do like a playlist podcast and just talk about a playlist I'm listening to for the month and we can do that. But uh, back to Blink-182, I miss you. You know what? I like the song so much, I haven't heard it in a while. Might as well play you guys a little piece of it. So let's listen to I Miss You by Blink-182. Of darkness in the valley, we can live like Jack and Sally if we want. Where you can always find me. And we'll have Halloween on Christmas. And in the night, we'll wish this never ends. We'll wish this never ends. Next up, it's time for everybody to lean back, lean back, lean back and do the rock away. Now, if you were under the age of 35 back in 2005, you would know what I just referenced, and that is Fat Joe's Terror Squad with Lean Back. And if this came out in 2004, 2005, whatever year it came out, this was like top three biggest songs of the year, which is crazy because Fat Joe sucks. Nobody really likes them. But I think it's sometimes when you just get a really good beat, and like a really simple chorus, which theirs was Lean Back, and they just repeated that a bunch of times, people really dig it. And I mean, yeah, I shouldn't be knocking. I dug it a lot. 
But now that I'm thinking of it, it's kind of a weird choice I just picked. Track number 15 was I Miss You by Blink-182. Then I go right into more like gangster rap with Lean Back by Fat Joe and Remy Ma and whoever else was on that track. I'm actually quite impressed with myself that I remembered uh, the name Remy Ma. But this again was huge in the college days. I remember again watching the video on BET's 106 in Park and everyone in, in school always listened to it and referenced it. So... It was good because it told uncoordinated white people like myself not to dance, don't worry, just uh, lean back and do the rock away, which I was more than happy to do. And you know what? I might bring that back when it comes to dancing. So we'll find the next time I go dancing, maybe I'll do the lean away and rock back. So we'll figure out. So thank you, Fat Joe. I appreciate your uh, dance tip for me. So we've probably come to the most embarrassing song so far on the on the CD. And I always, on the last one, October 2004, I had a couple pretty embarrassing songs, whether it was like Simple Plan or I can't remember who else, but this one was weird. So I put it on, and again, it was one of those songs that had that DJ Clue, DJ Clue, uh, DJ in the background yelling throughout half the song. And when I first heard it, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't remember listening to this song. I don't remember who sings it. I don't know. It's not even a singing song, it's a rap song. So I had to get my Shazam out, trusty Shazam. And the song in question was Live My Life by Nori featuring Ja Rule. So it's, it's a little embarrassing. This must have been, again, when I like Ja Rule. So I probably searched in LimeWire or whatever I was using Ja Rule songs. And I'm like, let me just find songs I haven't heard of yet. So I put this on. So there's not much to really say. I, the other funny thing is about these CDs I made, I would put songs on, I think I already mentioned it, where I'd only really like five of the songs, but I need to put another 15 on to complete the, the set. But there's always a couple songs I just never, ever listened to. And at least with all these other songs, I kind of like them. The song, I don't like at all. And I was debating whether or not I should play you guys a little clip because of how much I hate it. So what, might as well, I'm going to do, I'm going to play like the first 20 seconds of it. And I'll show you, it has that DJ in the background where it's like, DJ Clue, Clue, Clue. So we'll see how annoyed you get with the songs. I'll make it quick just to kind of so you, just so you can see my frustration and what I'm dealing with. But this is Live My Life by Noriega and Ja Rule. Rule, 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 rule. And I'm very excited for track number 18 right now. So you all know, if you've listened to enough of these podcasts, my love for R. Kelly. Now what we have here is a, basically it's an unreleased track. It's called Best, Best of Both Worlds by R. Kelly featuring not Jay-Z, but the Birdman himself. Birdman. And uh, everyone knows Jay-Z, R. Kelly, they put together a couple like Best of Both Worlds albums together where it's like one raps the other sings and they went on tour and then they got angry and one pepper sprayed the other person is like this big huge disaster well oddly enough r kelly thought it was such a good idea he just picked the wrong rapper so he's like i'm gonna do another best of both worlds but i'm gonna choose birdman and if you guys don't know who birdman is he goes Burr. but he's also like the uh the founder of young money cash money records which is little wayne's Nicki minaj and drake's record label and I don't know. This song's so ridiculous. I just remember hearing, I'm like, oh, it's just so cool. I, at the time, I liked Birdman because he had a couple songs again where he went, Burr! 
and I can't do a bird noise, so that's the closest you're going to get from me. But I used to listen to this song all the time, and it was fantastic. And they never did come out that album. I wonder why. But I was listening, or not listening, I was reading about some R. Kelly news, and I'm very excited. He put out last year his Black Panties album, which was, I've been waiting forever for that to come out, and it was fantastic. There's great songs called, like, Marry the Pussy. It's like, I just want to marry the pussy. Get down on my one knee. Well, it turns out he's coming out with a new album. His next album is going to be called White Panties. You know, he's an equal opportunity when it comes to panties out there. So I'm very excited. And he's saying he wants to make an album with, with uh, Mary J. Blige and call it, like, the king and queen of R&B or something like that. So got to give props to my man R. Kelly for being crazy, doing his thug thizzle, getting his things going. And he is just hilarious. So whatever he does, I will listen to and buy and support. The only thing I have yet to do when it comes to R. Kelly is get to see him live. So I'm hoping one of these days I'll get to do that. Kels, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Let's talk. Let's rap. Let's figure things out. And let's get into the last two tracks. We're going on to track 19. So let's figure out what track 19 on my July 2005 Fabric Land album is. And next up, we have what could be the potential to be this week's Band of the Week. I'm really trying to figure that out. But this is actually a really cool, special song that I love to death. And again, I haven't heard it in a while. It's called Detroit Has a Skyline by Super Chunk, and it's the acoustic version. I think I've talked about it before, but one of like the biggest influences as far as TV shows goes to whether it's like my comedy or podcasting, whatever it is, writing... It's from this one show called The Brandon Leonard Show, and it was only one season, and I've talked about it before, but it was a bunch of, like, 19-year-old guys in Chicago who just put on, like, their own sketch show that basically they filmed in their own town, they shot and edited themselves, and it was just really crazy and funny, and I was like, oh, man, I wish this was something I could do, and I loved it because he always, at the start of each show, would have a band of the week, which... At the end of each one of these shows, I have the band of the week, and I discovered so many awesome bands through them, like Built to Spill and Super Chunk and Red Planet, uh, just to name uh, a couple few there. And so that's one of the things when I started doing this podcast is I'm like, I want to be like the Brandon Leonard Show, and I want to post bands of the week. And they were always had some crazy episodes, like this one's a little crazy, so I like to do it like that. But this song, man, I think I remember when I heard it. If I remember correctly, it was like the last song they played on their last episode. And I'm like, oh, this is such a fantastic show. I love the song. And it kind of, I think when I went away to college, like the first time, I was like, oh, this is like the soundtrack to me leaving and starting somewhere new and just figuring things out. So I was going to make someone the band of the week who goes by the name of uh, RAC Rack, which sounds weird, but the song I was going to feature at the end of the, of the episode featured St. Lucia, who we all know and love. But I may have to wait till next week because... I, I like this Super Chunk song so much. So I'm not going to play it now. Hold out. I will play it at the end of the episode, and you will see what one of my favorite songs from 2005 was. And it's about to become my favorite song in 2014, almost 10 years later. So hold out for that. Before we get into that, we got one last song, track 20. And if memory serves me correct, the first and last song are always my favorite songs on the album. So let's see if I'm correct and how much I like the song. Or maybe it's just... A random song and this whole playlist I just put together randomly and I didn't make my favorite songs first or last. So let's figure out, get into the last song on the album, July 2005, 
Fabricland, Fabricland. Okay, so track number 20 on Fabricland, Fabricland. It's definitely not one of my favorite songs on this album, but it is, oddly enough, my favorite member of G-Unit, and which is also embarrassing to say because I never really liked G-Unit too much. I mean, I liked them enough to download their songs, but it's Let Me In by Lloyd, not Lloyd, sorry, Young Buck. I better be careful. I'll still guys will come out there and uh, snatch me up and do something bad to me. I do like the song I like. I do like the song I like. What's with me today? I can't talk. I feel like every time I mumble my words, you guys should take a shot or something and turn this into like a drinking game, especially for that Jadakiss thing. Jadakiss, whatever I was calling him earlier. My God. I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but we're almost done here. I think it's the chaos from the uh, interview with Chaboy and, and Jerry from earlier. So let me in by Young Buck. Out of all the G-Unit guys who weren't 50 Cent, he was my favorite, and his album, uh, Straight Outta Cashville, whatever this album was called, his first one, I liked it a lot. I had a bunch of cool songs at the time. But the one funny thing I remember about this song was I was riding the subway home from school once, uh, and I was going from school back to residence in Scarborough, and I was riding with this guy who was kind of goofy, and he was like really into G-Unit, and especially Young Buck. He's like... Oh, man, so crazy that song Let Me In by Young Buck. He wraps it up being, like, underage and going drinking. He's like, I know you ain't going to let me in this club without my ID. I was like, the dude's, like, 30 years old. What are you talking about? He's like, no, those are lyrics. He's like, you're not going to let me in this club without this ID. And we got into, like, this whole fight where he's like, yeah, the guy's, like, 17 years old. I'm like, have you seen a picture of him? He looks like he's 45 years old. I'm sure he's only, like, 35. And it was just a weird thing. I'm like, yeah, he's rapping about not getting in the club because he has no ID. Not saying he's 17 years old. I'm like, who is he, Jaquan? That's a good Jaquan reference for anyone who likes the song Tipsy by Jaquan, which used to be one of my favorites, and I'm surprised it's not on this album at all or anything. But I don't know. That's it. That's the last. That's the story I have. I'm glad I have a story about this last song. Getting into an argument with the guy from school about whether or not Young Buck is underage drinking or not, which is so stupid and ridiculous. But, I mean, that's what I was doing back then, having rap battles. You know, things haven't changed much now. The only rap battles I do are with my words, freestyle, even though I thought I would stop. I'm a little distracted now because I feel like someone's smoking. So hopefully Chiboy's left and out of here. He's not smoking in the hallway, but it might just be our crazy uh, Colombian drug lord neighbors. And sometimes when I think they smoke inside because the smoke comes through the vents. So maybe I should go over there and sass them, give them some classic, hey, watch your dog sass. So I channel my Heisenberg, Walt White, Breaking Bad right there. But... That's it. I think, you know what? We should round out this episode. You suck in there. You hung out with me. You hung out with Jerry. You hung out with your boy. We rapped. We lived. We loved. We learned. We got uh, your boy to hopefully go to rehab. We had an intervention. We learned some more stuff. And we figured out what a 20-year-old John Mallon was doing back in 2005. I think that was a lot of fun. Let me know what you guys think of these songs. If you liked them, if you were listening to them. If you guys find any of your old CDs, first of all, do you have any of your old mixed CDs? Do you have any old mixed cassette tapes? Do you have any stories about making mixed tapes and sending them to guys or girls or parents or dogs or whatever it is? Give me some feedback. This actually will tie in perfectly to the outro. Oh, I was going to say one thing. One thing that bugged me that happened to me when I was walking home today. I was walking home, and one of the things I really hate is strangers on the street who try to like interact with you like really enthusiastic strangers on the street bug me because it's like when when people are like or 
whatever they're soliciting for whatever charity or event they're doing. They're like, oh, do you have five minutes to talk to me? And they try to stop, get you to talk. That's annoying. But what really annoys me is just random strangers. And when I was walking home today, these two people are like, uh, high five Friday. And they like stuck out their hand for me to high five them. And I was just like, no. They're like, come on, high five Friday. And I looked at them square in the face again. Two of them, a man and a woman, a large man, but a geeky man. And I said, no. So spare me your enthusiasm, strangers. I'm all for enthusiastic people if I know them. But enthusiastic strangers on the street stay the fuck away from me. And maybe that will be the next shirt is enthusiastic strangers bug me. I think that's what I said. That's actually a pretty good quote. I like that. And on that positive, solid note, let's round out this podcast and end it with the band of the week. I talked about them about eight minutes ago. It's Super Chunk, where Detroit has a skyline too. I already kind of mentioned where it came from. And uh, just off the top of my head, I can't really think much about the band. They're not my favorite out of the bands from the Brandon Leonard show, but it's my favorite song that I heard on the show for sure. It's interesting because the guy's voice isn't a voice that I would normally like in a band, but just I love the guitar. And they have like a regular studio version, which I don't like as much. It's sped up. It's faster. This acoustic version is by far my favorite. And there's no point in waiting any longer. I've told you all about them. Let's get into it. Song of the Week by the Band of the Week is Detroit Has a Skyline 2 by Super Chunk. Let's give it a listen. As always, guys, you know where to find me, facebook.com slash live at 605. From there, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Malincamp. Follow me on Vine and Instagram. I'm also Malincamp. And live at 605.podomatic.com. Hit up there if you don't have iTunes to download podcasts and be like our good friend Kenny in Boston and support the PayPal account. Every little cent helps. And most of all, just tell a friend, family, or a friend of me. And we're going to keep the podcast going. This is episode 45. This was a lot of fun. Uh, until next week, we'll probably have Val back on. I'm your podcaster, John. Be easy.
John Mallon.